When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. And I'm Chemda. And today's guest has appeared on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, Last Comic Standing, Comedy Central, Netflix, and so much more. He also hosts the popular podcast, No Need for Apologies. Please welcome the very funny Monroe Martin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my God, the crowd's What's going up, wild. I know. I didn't even know you had an audience. For <laughs> yeah, no, we have. We're actually in Madison Square Garden. If anyone didn't know where we were taping this podcast, this is a live podcast. We're in Madison Square Garden. Um, we didn't advertise the tickets because mm-hmm. um, it was just kind of like like we're so popular that we don't really need. And to you do knew it they were going to sell out, and you didn't want to hurt nobody's feelings, right? And yeah. it's kind of like a secret show. show. Yeah, mm-hmm. secret show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have Tell you guys been noticing? Friend. Have you guys been noticing that there are starting to be comedy shows like outdoor ones and like small oh, yeah. ones at clubs? Yeah. It's- I was surprised that it's starting up now. And I thought that was going to be like the first thing that people were going to do as soon as they were like, all these places just shut down. You're quarantined. You got to be in a house at this time. I thought we were going to see more daytime outside comedy shows. But yeah. People was bitching out. Yeah. 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 I mean, do you, do you want to do these things? I've done like I haven't since I haven't like done them since the quarantine, but I've done a bunch of outside shows. I'm not running to do them again. Right. Sure. But uh, Yeah. You know, I've done those things. I'm like, all right, well, I'll wait until clubs open back up. I feel mm-hmm. like comedians put upon themselves very special challenges. Like, yeah, I'll I'll totally do a show in the pizza place or like your deli counter or uh-huh. yeah. you know the the fishmonger by the sea, like whatever. You we know, like punishment. Yeah. yeah, it's I it's a, a challenge. That show. We <laughs> love that punishment. Yeah. <laughs> the last outdoor show I did, I completely forgot it. I would die to do this again right now. I'm so starved to do comedy. Was this Union Square? Yes, on Halloween in Union Square, we did like a uh, a theme show, and basically the guy who ran it had like a character um, mm-hmm. that he really put a lot of energy and costumes into, but the production of the show wasn't wasn't really up to snuff. Why you didn't like the megaphone and the milk crate that you had to stand on? So, <laughs> so we're watching a guy in like a full costume do like a 20 minute act out to like three people and a drunk lady and there's comics who've like been on conan like sitting there waiting to go up and we're all like yeah this is this is fine 
This yeah. is great. I'm glad. This is good. Everything's like a challenge. I just like yeah. how closely comedy ties into mental illness. Like I really oh, do. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. It's so amazing. I, I just want to say um, we're going to like get into a lot of meat today. Uh, mm-hmm. Monroe and I, we've been friends for quite a while now. And yes. I will tell you this. I get very excited when I see friends on TV. I get excited when even if I've met you once, I see you on TV. I yeah. will call my mom and tell her. That's so funny. I will call, and she's like, Tracy, I don't know who that is. I don't want it to. I'm like, Mom, I'm going to send you a screenshot. I took a picture on the TV. I know this. You have person. like a they're scrapbook of all yeah. friends on they're TV. on the television. And she's like, I like Good. this. Yeah. yeah. I wish. I'm- I wish I thought of this for my mom because we don't speak, but I feel like I would call her with like stuff that's happening in my life and I should have called her with stuff that's happening in other people's life because she probably can distance herself like, oh, that person can say pussy on TV, but you can't say pussy in life at all. (laughs) Mom, look at this white guy I know succeeding. I saw Monroe. I remember, was it the Jim Gaffigan show? Mm -hmm. And you were a court officer? Yeah. I was so excited, like I couldn't contain myself. Yeah. Oh shit. What did you do? I love it. I took a picture. I sent it to my mom. I was like, mom, this is my friend. And she was like, good for you, Tracy. Good for you. I don't know what this means. I don't know who he is. I don't know what show this is. And good for you. I'm going to put my mom on your mailing list and you just keep telling them the stuff that's like adjacent (laughs) happening in my life. What if she gets like some sort of like dementia and now she starts thinking that we're her kids, like everyone you called her about. Well, and then I I update people. I update my mom on people's uh, careers too. I I really do do this. Um, I like when someone's on late night and I'm like, mom, remember that time that you met that person for one second? They're on, um, they're doing uh, Fallon tonight. So you need to watch it. You need to DVR it. And then maybe we could watch it together and talk about the set. Does she or does she, she just watches. My like, mom's yeah. a okay. big late night TV fan. She okay. was a uh, Letterman, like a diehard Letterman fan. Yeah. And now she's, uh, was it James Corbin? She's like real, real big into him. Corden? Corden? Yeah, Corden. Yeah, I'm like Corden. Corbin. Yeah, it's a different yeah. guy. That's another show that James we Corbin. Get. It sounds like a singer. It sounds like a, like an <laughs> yeah. English singer. Yeah. One of my favorite seeing comics on TV things is seeing comics throughout the years of make guest appearances on SVU. And one of my <laughs> yes. favorite ones of all I time, know. there's great, there's Judy Gold as like a lab tech. Um, there's Jim Gaffigan as like a pedophile oh. clown. Oh, which he went is hard. It, okay. So also, Jim Gaffigan. He would, this was like at least 10 years ago. He looks busted as hell. You know, when comedians are going through a bad time, yeah. <laughs> like maybe financially or whatever. And like, they're just not like, he looks way better. Wait, now. I'm sorry. Comedians yeah. going through a bad time financially. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar <laughs> with that. Um, Jim was eating, maybe not eating the best. He was a little bigger. <laughs> you don't think he was getting ready for that role? <laughs> maybe like, I need to look the part. Maybe he was like, I gotta look so busted, like I could mm-hmm. realistically be a clown slash pet. What do you think I've been doing for the last seven years? She's trying to get that law and order role, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so, especially because law and order is so corny. Um, and seeing comedians like try to be serious in it is just yeah. mwah, chef's kiss. Frankly, you want to do law and order? I want to be on law and order. What do you want to be? I don't know. That I'll be a murderer. Yeah, okay. you got to be yeah. the murderer. You can't be a cop. Got to be the murderer. Nah. Got to be the murderer. Yeah, but I don't know because on Jim Gaffigan's show, uh, you were was it a bailiff? A bailiff? A bailiff. Yeah. Yeah, like that. I mean, you did it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying maybe. 
And now oh, wow. I can switch it oh, over and I like murder somebody. <laughs> you're saying that Monroe fought the law and the law won. Like yep. you gotta you gotta get back to your original role, please, sir. Yeah. We we don't know how to function with this new reality. I can't really watch I love SVU uh just to have in the background. I love criminal minds. I'm like a big, you know, crime head. You're a big murder fan. I'm a big murder fan. It makes me feel comfortable. But I can't fucking watch that shit. I feel like right now or anymore because I'm like, oh, this is just like cops are great and this is why. And I'm like, oh, I've just been watching cop propaganda this whole fucking time. You know what a great show to watch during um, the quarantine is? What? Um, Last Man on Earth with Will Forte and Kristen Schaal. It's about a, a virus that took out the entire world except for just a few people. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, watched I watched the it. first season. It was yeah. so good. It was only a few seasons and it got canceled on a cliffhanger. Do you um, want Andrea to kill herself? Like it is, it is the creepiest <laughs> thing. Every time something happens now, I'm like, yup, I saw that on yeah. the show. So yep. you want you want to co-sign Andrea's thought process right this is, now. But this is my thought process. And also on the show, this guy, um, the hottest guy on the show, by the way, mm. super, super smoking hot guy. Uh, I don't even know his name because who cares? He was just so hot. So he's not a comic going through financial difficulties. <laughs> Listen, Jim, not. I'm sorry. It was just a snapshot <laughs> of that moment and you weren't looking great. <laughs> you so weren't guy- keeping it tight. They, they thought that maybe he had appendicitis, but there were no doctors. Yeah. So they decided uh, as a group, they were just going to try to operate on him. <laughs> we were so close to that. Ooh. I know. And I'm like, every time I feel something, I'm like, I, I don't even know which friend I would ask to do this operation. I'm sorry, Tracy. My person. Your friend yes. with the, yeah, it, the steady it hand. Be. It wouldn't <laughs> be me. I don't have but, no steady hand. No, no it, it would be Tracy. Oh, it would be yeah. Tracy. I she, do small operations. During yeah. the pandemic, she fixed her oven. And to me, you could fix my appendicitis. Like, that's the same. You yeah. open and close it. You make sure things are turned on and off at the same time. Like, I'm so sorry. We won't be able to fix you. You're going to have to fix us until you die. Yeah, <laughs> and I think about that often, like this, this appendicitis thing, because now, um, more often than not, when you go to the hospital with appendicitis, instead of operating on you immediately, they do treat it with antibiotics first. Mm. And I'm like, they didn't even think about this. This I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm getting off. Uh, Monroe, thank How you, you so much. How did you fix your stove? Because she, she breezed over. You fixed your stove. What I was fixed wrong my stove. stove. I had to replace a part. It was it was the igniter that was broken. So I This bitch it. was like unhooking the gas. So oh, no, you, unho- you turned this off the gonna- gas. You took it apart. <laughs> yeah. Then they go... She's I took the it hood all of apart. Car. Yeah, I took it <laughs> completely apart. I replaced the part, um, and then it, it worked. But here's the thing, guys. I don't know if I told you about this, but my broiler is now not working. Oh, don't worry and about it. You'll fix it. I'm you know a guy. Actually, You're the guy. I am the guy. I know. Yeah. And I'm going <laughs> to try to replace the broiler element, and we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, right. I know it'll happen. Oh, wait, I'm getting a prediction. You're going to fucking kick ass and it's going to be better so. than oh. hiring someone. Oregon is here. Tracy, comedian Tracy Carnazzo blew herself up. <laughs> Died in a fiery blaze. Yeah. And honestly, that's how I want to go out regardless. <laughs> yeah. I, would love to, I would love to be shot on stage. That's my death fantasy, but that's not currently. That's um, very grandose. Yeah, I mean, go big or go home. How do you want to die, Monroe? Uh, probably in my sleep. Yeah, everyone yeah, wants in boring. their sleep. Everyone wants in I their want sleep. I want it in my sleep. Like, everyone wants in their sleep, surrounded by their loved ones. Yeah. In their I didn't say room. all that. I didn't say that. I just said he in my sleep. Getting it. Yeah. Hemda, what you about you? You don't have to be around people. 
You know, okay. it would be the most hilarious is if I'm getting roasted and I die on stage. That's funny. you know that's happening. Okay, that's two you different stages. By the way, right? Yeah. Who died on stage during a roast? Uh, I can't remember. Is a much older comedian. This is like back when the Friars Club was still very much like a <laughs> super popular. I know it still exists, but an older comedian. Did Does the- anything exist anymore? I know. No. Yeah, you're right. I know yeah. she's talking about. There's really? a um. Yeah. I oh know. well, I don't want to be hack and like take someone else's joke. Yeah, so. there's a bunch of there's a guy who like one guy. He's like a guitar player. He's a comic that plays the guitar. He like died. He's like a Canadian comic. Oh, there's my another people. comic named like uh, I think his name was like L or something like that. He died on stage in Jersey during the Def Jam audition. Oh, fuck yeah. Man. Well, That's a tough audition. Yeah. Yeah. It's not how I want to die. Like I do want to die. Like something, obviously something like very dramatic, but. Yeah. How I'm actually going to die um, is I get bludgeoned to the head. Okay. It's a head injury. And I know this for By sure. By a loved one, obviously. Um, I think it's an accident. Oh, okay. I, yeah. So I ha- like I'm not saying. Swinging something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's like a car accident or a fall. It's like yeah. something like it's a tragedy. My okay. dad. Um, I'm not saying that I'm a psychic but i'm like not not a psychic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i've had visions of this since i'm about eight years old oh god crazy i'm so smacked in the head yeah Yeah. i am so glad we're recording this because i am playing this at your funeral play it do we look good at tracy's funeral (laughs) i predicted it there's um so i was in gymnastics camp when i was younger and i had never been on the subway before ever in my whole life maybe i was like seven or eight maybe and i was doing something and i cracked my back very hard and i fainted because (laughs) this is who i am i'm delicate like a cupcake and I faint and as I faint in my in my faint dream, I see the subway coming at me. You in the subway. There's like a whole fucking thing with you in the subway. I've never been on the subway. I never even knew what the subway is. A yeah. year later, my friend's father takes me and her on the subway to Manhattan and I see the train coming at me and I'm like, I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was in my faint dream in gymnastics. Can I ask you a question? Do you know somebody with the letter L? <laughs> Can I ask you a question? As a child, because you, you, you know, Hamda and Tracy, you both grew up in, in New York City. Um, and obviously your parents don't allow you to ride the train when you're very small. But there has to be an age generally when parents start to like entertain the idea. I know that we talked about the bus to school is like, you know, a little bit more of a middle ground. What Do your parents tell you you're allowed to ride the train it's like this momentous occasion or are you like fucking around and like going with your friends because you're like i can ride the train wait there's no trains in canada i mean there's buses but like Uh i lived i lived in like the woods um you know and would like mostly walk to all the places that i like i didn't grow up in a big city and also like the new york city train i feel like for a kid to see it's like yeah, that's a that's a man jerking off, and you're yeah. like seven, and you're like, oh, I'm Damn. downloading that into my brain and being changed as a person forever. So <laughs> you know um, I, mean? I know that you guys are going to be surprised, but my mother suffers from a t- little tiny bit of anxiety, oh, and no, uh, <laughs> she doesn't ride the trains. My my mother has not been on a subway since 1982. Really? Yes, and uh, that is so. I I didn't grow up riding the subway. Uh huh. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, like, we, I did. 
I remember, yeah. you know, like you see the kids where they're on their knees facing the outside. I remember that with my brothers. And we went, I think, right away because I don't think my mom, they came, I came here when we were four. So I don't uh-huh. think my mom had a license right away. So we were riding right. the trains. And then I think at about 14, I was like, I don't think they gave me permission. We were already kind of riding it. So maybe a little before that. But at 14, for sure, I started taking the train. The thing that was put on lock was like, you're only allowed to go to like Fifth Avenue, like what my mom considered nice like places. Like spots, yeah. 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 And like, if you think about it, what's a 14-year-old going to do like Saks Fifth Avenue? And like, by the I park, mean, even- bargain yeah. shop, hello. <laughs> I don't, yeah, $300 a purse as a bargain. Yeah, you go, so- you go during the anniversary sale. Come on, Hamda. Like, no, honestly, get yourself not, together. Not interested. I was interested. I thought you were a Jew, Hamda. <laughs> Okay. And I don't want to be the one to say it. And please don't cancel me. But are you fucking kidding me? Andrew, you've been canceled. You've been canceled. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This is the cancellation show. No, so I would take the train into the West Village and tell my mom when I came back, yeah, we totally looked at Bergdorf. I don't know. Yeah. Good thing she never asked me because I had no idea what Bergdorf, I can't even say it was. Okay. so So. I used to take the, the um, when I went, when I started going to public school, because I rebelled against the Catholic school. So I was allowed to go to public school for two years mm-hmm. and uh, seventh and eighth grade. I had to take the city bus to school. It was, um, it wasn't far. It was like on the bus route. So obviously it wasn't that far. Um, I did that. And then I had friends that lived in the neighborhood over and they would take the subway to school. So I would walk with them to the E train sometimes and we would take it from 71st Continental to Kew Gardens. Uh, and that was like, <laughs> That's down oh my God. Yeah. Like I'm on the subway, like kind of like on my own. And I, I loved it. I really did. I loved it. So my mother, I, I told her, I was like, listen, I want to go into the city. And my mother was like a hippie and she yeah. was big into the West Village when she was younger and all this stuff. So I was allowed to go to the West Village on the train when I was like 13 with my friends. Mm. And we used to go to like West 8th Street and, mm-hmm. you know, go shoe shopping. Yes. And I used to go to Bigelow's drugstore and buy makeup and, uh. you know, all those fun things. That was back when the city was good, when Pizzeria Uno was on 6th Avenue. So, <laughs> okay. Back when the city was good? New York has never been good. Okay, I know we left the topic of comedians dying, but I have to return for uh, this one. Okay, do you guys know about this? The guy who died on the stairs of the creek in the cave after a storytelling show. No. No. When, okay. when the hell did that happen? All right. So this is maybe. Okay. This so is even- back up for a second. So the creek in the cave is um, a venue in Long Island City, Queens, mm-hmm. and it's uh, a Mexican restaurant slash comedy venue with like a. It's almost like a black box theater kind of. Yeah. Theater. Yeah. Slash homeless shelter for open micers. Slash yes. a, a insane asylum. Slash a place that I can't stay away from. Right. But yeah. also, also there's yeah. crawfish sometimes. Yeah. Slash four twenty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird and wonderful place. It's got a lot of history with comedians, uh, especially if you start in New York, I feel. I mean, for me specifically, I started in New York. And when I did start, the creek was like all, you know, Jim Norton. Or sorry, not Jim Norton. Sorry. He's on, he's on the brain. Um, or no, that was Jim Gaffigan. A lot of gym. You just love a good gym. Um, yeah. I love a good, I love a good busted gym. But no. She misses, okay. the, she yeah. misses the gym is all that's happening. Yeah. Um, the Equinox so, started there. Oh. <laughs> Um, anyway, so a lot of, a lot of famous comedians came through there. It was, it was a big hang and there was a storytelling show and it still goes on called the dump. 
And the idea of the dump is to tell like crazy stories that you wouldn't tell anywhere else, you know, very blue, um, very, very filthy. Uh, so it used to be downstairs in the open mic room and I wasn't here for this, but maybe it was a few years before I started, but apparently like a very large gentleman, Mm -hmm. um, went up on stage and started telling stories about how he used to be a porn star and he used to fuck Goldie Hawn. A lot of like screaming of like, I fuck like a god. Wait a minute. And this is the dude that didn't take out his dick in front of everybody? (laughs) No, no, no. But like was, was refused to get off stage was like I'm telling my story about being a porn star. He he, he held everyone hostage for about twenty plus minutes. What? Okay, people are fucking furious. Eventually, he gets off stage. He's asked to leave the venue. He gets off stage. He starts walking, and I don't know the the stairs are very very steep in the creek in the cave. Yeah. And he starts walking up the stairs, and he has a heart attack while walking up the stairs and collapses and he gets wedged he gets wedged into the stairwell the stairwell Andrea, okay I is do- this what are your sources this is an urban legend yeah i don't know that it is an urban legend because i've had multiple people tell me this happened okay Did somebody share this story on the dump and now it's like a for real thing <laughs> yeah like what's come to name? the dump are you allowed to say his name uh, so a bartender, I don't know the name of the guy. Um, one of the yeah. Creek bartenders mm-hmm. told me um, his, his sure. name is Brian. He no longer works there. Listen, apparently they called the fire department to try to, to try to. Like- I think you just call 911 and see who shows up. Yeah. <laughs> or Home Depot. You're just like, I don't know. Does anyone have a truck? Um, <laughs> they're trying so- to push his dead body. I mean, <laughs> what are they fucking doing Honestly, here? Now we see why he was so adamant. On He's like, I need to get my story out. Yeah. Yes. I'm and- about to die up these yeah. stairs. Yeah. So mm. that's the place. So we found the best way for a comedian to die. Now let's get to know our guest. Okay. So Monroe, <laughs> thank you so oh, much for being real. here. It's real. All right. So Sorry about was, that. We just uh, had to like, we had to really just like vent a little bit, uh-huh. but we're back. Monroe. The story is real. It just doesn't, it says it happens in. Uh, He's looking it up. Monroe's our producer. Um, Sorry. He's actually looking I up the story. See when no, it happened. Great. I think it happened in 2012. Yeah. yeah. I think it's real. Yeah. And his brother came and threatened to sue the venue because he said that, like, they didn't handle it properly. I mean, so, <laughs> Monroe, how long have you been a fact checker? <laughs> no, I just wanted to know if I knew him. But if I knew him, I'm I think pro- you would have known if you know, yeah. knew him. Yeah. yeah. It was like, like a, it oh, was my like, God, was that my best friend? I was like, oh, shit, I know. And now he's dead for eight it years? Was, it was Jim Gaffigan, and we know what to talk about. It. This was actually an episode of SVU, so <laughs> right. <laughs> Please, Andrea, stop getting confused. Monroe, you're not from here. Um, I nope. just I love saying that to people because I uh-huh. feel so much better than them. But uh, you you're are from not from here. That's <laughs> you're fine. not from here. I am. I'm the only real New Yorker here. Uh, everything's <laughs> fine. You're from Philadelphia. Yes. Uh, where did you live in Philly? Tell us about that. I lived all over Philly. Uh, I lived in West Philly, South Philly, North Philly, Mount Airy, all over. Mount, I, Mount Airy Lodge? Beautiful no. Mount Airy Lodge. No, Mary, Lodge. 
All you have to bring is your it's love of everything. What the fuck is Sorry. happening right yeah, now? That's a commercial. That that's a commercial that New Yorkers had to watch in order for us to be yeah. motivated to go to your area, to Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, Mount Airy is just a. I don't never heard of Mount Airy Lodge, but Mount Airy is a part of uh, West Oak Lane. So okay. it's in like it's in like the north it's over there. Yeah, it's like it's like northwest or whatever part of Philadelphia. Okay, and it's um, like a black, it's like a black, like middle class suburb. Okay. Beautiful yeah. Mount Airy. <laughs> they were snowshoeing in the commercial. Anyway, yeah, like, uh, so <laughs> Monroe, you came here to New York City. When did you come here? Two thousand and ten. I got Why here two thousand for comedy. First, uh, I moved to Jersey City, though. I didn't oh, wow. move straight to New York. I moved to Jersey City with Derek. You know Derek Gaines, comedian, co-host of No Need for Apologies. Ooh, that's your podcast. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah. I would but, like to argue that it is possible that Jersey City is even better than only one of the boroughs in New York City, which is Staten Island, because that is the dump. Okay, also, yeah. okay. You, can we say that Jersey City is the mount airy of new york city okay okay all right all right i don't know so, i don't know if you've been to jersey city it doesn't yeah. have a mount airy lodge feeling no not the mount airy lodge but the meaning like a suburb that's like over yonder yeah at certain parts yeah like but and as a whole absolutely not like once mm-hmm. you get past that christian college there's like a christian college Mm-hmm. Like when you get off of uh, the Journal Square stop and you start walking down, and once you yes. pass that, it's all dark. It's just hood. It's like, yo, this is hood, yo. I did and a shots. show at a at a at a shitty Irish bar there mm-hmm. once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yeah. I mean, it's the same. And you felt good. You was like, oh, this is nice. And then it's like, no, no, pass that. And then, <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. I mean, listen, I did a lot of crowd work. There were a lot yep. of cat calls. We did what yep. we we did what we could. You mm-hmm. know, I think there's like a, a some sort of homeless shelter or like some sort of like medical like mental facility around. Yeah, there no, 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 like, no, no. That's just too many comedians moving into the neighborhood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually called Bushwick. i love uh on our facebook group people share some stuff that they've heard on the show or like adjacent things and this one person posted how um every time we mention a place they go on like google maps or something and they travel with us to all those places yeah that's really cool Mm -hmm. i love that so guys you should do a tour yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We should do if, a tour of all the, sh- yeah, the shitty places that they'll talk about. If you're listening, make sure you join our Facebook group, Only in New York Podcast. Uh, it's it's honestly amazing. That's where you guys could interact with us. We have a lot of fun in there. So, Monroe, you moved what to up? Jersey City with Derek Gaines. Moved um, to Jersey City with Derek Gaines. Slept on his recliner for about a couple months. You slept okay. on a recliner. Shaver, it was the most comfortable recliner, yo. <laughs> it went, like, all the way Did back. Did it go like full a twin- back? Yeah. <laughs> Full back where you can like lay on your side, <laughs> and I don't know, like the spring system was strong because it never like folded back in. It never folded back in. It was really strong. Oh, Look beautiful. at these things, guys. Yeah. This is what it's like to be a comic, <laughs> guys. My reclining bed all goes all the way back. You know how like you guys sleep, you know, laying down. I do that too. The amount of comics I have yep. fucked who slept on air mattresses on the floor is. <laughs> It's an endless. <laughs> that supply. says more about you than them. Totally, absolutely. Yeah, but, I think but. you look for the air matches. Like, I do. You can smell it on them. Like, oh, like, mm, yeah. You smell like you're closer you like, to the ground. <laughs> you smell like rubber. <laughs> <laughs> 
You smell like plastic and air pump. I've been the air mattress, yeah. so. <laughs> the air mattress? <laughs> like, I've been the one with the, I yeah. didn't get this mattress on top of my loft bed yet because yeah. I didn't put together the loft bed yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you're the resident dirtbag of the podcast. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, how long do you sleep on the recliner before you decide, like, <laughs> let me move to mainland New York City? Well, see, what happened was, like, Derek fell in, like, some hard times, so he had to move back to uh, Jersey, where he's from, like, mm-hmm. South Jersey. So I was on Craigslist, and I thought I found, like, a really good roommate situation at Kew Gardens, and I was like, oh, this is dope. Like, they were yeah, like, oh. Kew Gardens. Yeah, yeah, they were like, uh, it's a house, and there's about uh, six people there, and it's spacious and stuff. And I get there, and it's actually a hostel. Mm-hmm. And I was no. like, this ain't no fucking house. It was an illegal hostel. So I was like, fuck it. Look, I got to do it. So I Where stayed. was that? Do you remember which street it was? And, and was um, it an Israeli accent? Uh-huh. No, it was this... Uh, it was a, a gay Hispanic dude who was like, okay. I guess okay. he was like rich as fuck, yo. He had a big ass. He was, um, he, I think he like worked for the airline or something like mm-hmm. that because he was uh-huh. always traveling. And most of the people who lived there were also like okay, airline so attendants and shit like that. Can I tell you a little bit about the culture of Hugh Gardens? Yeah, yes. so I live in Kew Gardens currently. Um, I grew up in Forest Hills, which is one town over. Uh, and by one town, I mean like, you know, just right there it's right there which is uh, so funny because i lived in kew gardens for one year and i grew up partially one town over the other way from from kew gardens from it's Tracy. so weird to hear you guys talk yeah. about towns growing up in new york city yeah this yeah was, that's yeah. weird i thought yeah. it was just boroughs but once no, i moved have towns here, y'all got towns more so in queens yes. yeah Queen, yeah. we're yeah. very, queens we're very have towny town, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Kew Gardens, there's a bus here that goes right to Kennedy Airport, JFK. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, because I think it's the Q10. I don't know because, again, public transportation, I don't mix with that. Uh, yeah. we, are, we are oil and water. So, uh, there, because we're, on, we're so close to JFK on this bus route, we yeah. are a hub for flight attendants and airline workers. And because airline workers and flight attendants are out of town so often, what they do is they create crash pads. Yeah. And um, everything around this area is kind of like airline oriented. So, the bar that we have on Metropolitan Avenue is called Hangar 11. Okay. Um, and that's a flight attendant bar. Then right across uh, on Metropolitan Avenue where Forest Park is. And I talked about this a little bit. In I swear Kevin if you're Allison's. about to tell us you were a flight attendant, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm also a flight attendant. No, uh, we, we talked I about this. I work for Spirit Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this in Kevin Allison's episode. Uh, there's like a hookup spot for uh, gay flight attendants uh-huh. in Forest Park. Because, you know, I mean, this is like a full service community. Sure. Yeah. Then also on Lefferts Boulevard, there are um, these vans that come and they take all of the flight attendants. So like at like six in the morning, you see a whole bunch of flight attendants with like little scarves tied around their neck and like little business suits. I and love their come. polyester business suits. It's like the fucking worst job and it's they have so to wear three pieces. And they're all like yeah. chain smoking outside 7-Eleven waiting <laughs> for this this little van to pick them up. So this is like, there are big time crash pads around here. Like even in the stores, it's like bed available for one flight attendant, like up in the window. But this um, is actually pretty perfect for a comedian lifestyle, which is how Astoria, because it's one a bus away from LaGuardia Airport yeah. that became a hub for comedians because they are just crashing and away for so long. So Monroe, did you feel like you fit in? 
Uh, no, not at that time because my career was kind of just getting started. And plus, uh, I was roommates with some Asian kid who's stealing my socks. <laughs> what kind of socks like, do you have? Just random socks. They weren't like you fancy say that socks. like it. You say that like it's an Asian thing to do. <laughs> I don't know. Like I like I I knew it was him because there was like bunk beds in the room. Oh yeah, and I it love was a just bunk like bed. me and him, and I had like all my stuff on like an eighteen gallon bin, and I would like leave and come back, and like two pair of like white socks would be missing, and I'm like, you think Alex. he was a a sock puppet? Tiara? And I would see him on his. No, I think he would just be like, oh, I don't have any socks. I'll just take his socks. <laughs> And then you see him wearing them. And his name was Kenji. Yep, I remember. Like, I asked him, and he was like, yeah, I'm sorry. I just figured I can borrow it. Like, who the fuck borrows socks? I don't know you. What wow. the hell? How, where did yeah. it go from there? You just kind of, you know, when you, people normally. You just got to let it go. You can't really, what, I'm going to fight over some socks? That's the thing. That's yeah. what people should, that's yeah. what people do. Do They're like, wait, why'd you do this? It's, and then they just literally go, no, that's normal. You will now be cool with it. And you're like, yeah. uh. You're like, okay. all right, I guess it's our socks now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our socks. Uh, was, so. <laughs> was that difficult, like going to do spots? Because that's quite far out. Was it like on the train absolutely the train. because yeah. i got off at um what i think it is the q garden stop on q the garden e Turnpike. yeah on the e and then i would have to walk like a 10 to 15 minute walk through uh like it looked like these mansions and i would yes. just walk this windy road to Queen's these mansions, mansions are so funny yeah but so, that's where the, the hostel was in this mansion it ended up like so what turns out I ended up, we all ended up just being like kicked out because it was illegal. No. Yeah, Wait like, a minute. You so can't the spot, harbor fugitives? So that shit was illegal. Like, I guess that like the, what is that? Like the marshal, whatever came through, put a sign on the door. Probably the like, Department of Buildings. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. It was like, everybody got to leave. I'll be the landlord. Like, yeah. He was like, next crowd. Come yeah. On. Seriously, let's keep this moving so no one finds out about this. Yeah. Flight attendants and comedians just all out on the streets. Do you remember what street you lived on? I don't remember what street I lived on. Did you block did you block this out, like this part of your life? No, I just don't like New York was so like foreign to me. Like I never really like retained the street. I just knew how I know how to get places, right. but yeah. I don't know the name of streets. I'm like, oh walk there, walk down a couple blocks, turn left, and then was that, yeah. was that the worst place that you ever lived? I would say, yeah, in New York, absolutely. Was it That's, dirty in there? Like, what was it? Was it? disgusting. It was just like a big ass, dirty ass mansion. Like nobody, they, they. He said that he had a cleaning service, but he didn't. The bathroom was never clean. So and there was a bunch of yeah. There was a bunch of dirty socks everywhere. Obviously, obviously. no one's doing laundry. Dude. <laughs> Uh, people would steal your food. Like if you went like grocery shopping and you put your stuff in there in the little fridge or whatever, like they would just come by and eat it and then did be like, try, my bad. Did you try writing your name on it? At that point, I just ate Burger King every single day. Like I was very familiar with Pepto. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Andrew's drink of Burger choice. King. Burger King had like a two for four. And you can get two, you can either get mix and match where you can get two chicken sandwiches, two All fish right. sandwiches, what two burgers. This? Yo, <laughs> I'm telling you, I would fuck it up. I would was buy two the, sandwiches. You're the Burger King on Jim Hillside Abigan Avenue? Lifestyle. <laughs> was this the Burger King on Hillside and Metro? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, That's I would right go by. in there and I would fuck it up. 
Yeah, there's a house right by my, where I live, and it's like on my block. And mm-hmm. there's these big windows in front of the house, and they're boarded up, and they're painted white to match the house. Oh God! And I'm like, there's something not good going on in there. Yeah, yeah people are probably living in there. There's probably a meth lab or something. Whatever, yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Monroe, you've been in New York for quite a while now. I've been in New York, I think, 10. Yeah, I moved here in 2000. Well, yeah, I moved to Jersey City and all that stuff to 2010. So From a diner to a hostel, the man's journey. What what are some things that have happened to you that just made you feel like, wow, I'm a New Yorker now? I... The, I guess, like, I seen, like, the whole whipping the dick out thing. Like, one, it's like New York bingo, right? Where you just be like, sure. oh, somebody pull out their dick in the train. <laughs> somebody smoking crack on the train. The smoking crack thing happened, like, probably, like, the first week here. Oh, was, really? was it Keith? <laughs> was it Keith Malley? <laughs> Who's Keith Malley? Malley is Hemda's co-host. Uh, he came on the first episode of this podcast and told a story about smoking crack on the train. Was oh. he white? No, it was a black dude. <laughs> Older black man. Chris Cotton pointed it out. Because, uh, like, my homie Chris Cotton, we were sitting on a train. We were heading to the creek in the cave. Yeah. And some dude, like, he, like, like some dude just pulled out, like, a, a pipe or whatever. And he started smoking it. And I'm like, oh, he's smoking weed. And he's like, and Chris starts yelling at him, like, yo, yo, cut that shit out, yo. What the fuck you doing, yo? This is public transportation, yo. And the dude just like lit it up, took a big puff, and then got off the train when it was over. He was like, he was smoking crack. I was like, how do you know? He was like, you smell the rubber. I was like, oh. Uh, so, yeah, when, when crack smells something like up. rubber. I was, yeah. When someone heard, lights something up, like a cigarette or, yeah. or crack or, or you know, weed or whatever. Weed, I'm less, I feel less weird. But when someone's like has a lighter out on the train, you're like, oh, yeah. this person doesn't give up. I've seen the weed thing. I've seen people just like take a take a joint to the face on the yeah, train. Yeah. All that is fine. It's a crack is like not a train thing. Like you do that once you get <laughs> off the train. I literally think it is a train thing. It, no, weed <laughs> no. and cigarettes are. You can smoke yeah. that, like no. yeah. I'm gonna tell no. you if I was gonna smoke crack and you it were like, where do you it would one hundred percent the train platform, yes. The actual sure. train, no. The thing is, is when you're inside the train, I was inside the train not that long ago where it was a pretty busy time, not like a smashed up time, but like seats were taken. And on the corner of the train, somebody lit up a cigarette, which is just... You know you own that train now. Yeah, yeah. everyone's gonna say shit to you. You're crazy enough to yeah. light up a cigarette. Yeah. Exactly. And she was looking for someone to say something. So somebody actually, you know, just did a quick double take because you're like, wait, did I see that right? There's like smoke. It's cigarettes. It's disgusting. And uh, and she goes, she starts going off on her like what are you uh, looking at you want to come and like it was just until you couldn't see this woman anymore and then yeah. more because she's talking to her friend like i'll kick the shit out of her like all this mm-hmm, shit i'm yeah. like yeah we all know not to look at that person they own the train you are the queen and yeah. i will get off when i get off and if i yeah. can't tolerate that's my fault and thank you for being here goodbye didn't go even to smoke. another stop just- yeah she was just trying to dominate the train. That this yeah. is like um, never inhale, just let it burn like an incense. She just lights a cigarette and holds it. Like she's like saging the train car. It's with a cigarette. power symbol of power. Just, it I is. Y'all motherfuckers. It is. It's you. The kind of like balls you have to yeah. have to go. I'm now smoking a cigarette. 
on a yeah. train. Holy can, shit. Can I tell you guys something? <laughs> you did. Anything. And you and you peed. And you peed. I, I know you I've did. I've smoked a cigarette on the train before. How it, drunk were yeah. you? Yeah, I was so fucking drunk. Um and it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> Not for recovery, honestly. Shout out to shout out to any kind of uh, recovery institute. Uh, Thank you so much for bringing Andrea back to us. And no one said anything to you. Um. Uh. Yeah, people said things to me. It's blurry, but I it was far. We were far out in Brooklyn, and I thought that like since we were far out, no one was gonna give a shit. It was also above ground. It was on the J train. Oh, that's fine. By the way, just for the people outside of New York, above ground does not mean you can open windows. Yeah, I know. It's the same shit. People do that though. People you can though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlatch it and like make it come down. Yeah. Again, you are now the prince of the train. Like there's levels. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. You're opening windows. You don't. You've. You know. You like you've never fuck. decorated a train car to your own liking. You ever have different. somebody like say, "Excuse me," to do it? But excuse me, y'all want to open this, and they open the window. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I've had what? that. Yeah. It was like, wait, what? Excuse me, you're in my I office. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my bad, y'all. I need some air in here. Like, I've put stickers in the train, but yeah. what kind what of, type stickers? of stickers, Emda? Yeah. Keith and the girl. Come, come I mean, uh, random ones that you can't find and don't worry about it. Come to, we can't get you admitting things so you get Ill- you get arrested illegally again, by the Listen, way. This show do- is subtitled allegedly, okay? <laughs> All of this stuff is just allegedly true and you can't prove nothing. One yeah. time I was driving to the city on the Williamsburg Bridge and I was stuck in quite a lot of traffic. Williamsburg and- is the bridge that takes you from Queens to Brooklyn right into Williamsburg. Yep. No, no I'm sorry, from no. Brooklyn okay, and I was Queens say, to, I yeah. think I was on a different yeah. bridge <laughs> to Manhattan. Bridge so the, the, actually, the Kosciuszko Bridge is the bridge yes. that takes you from Queens to Brooklyn, which is what I have to take to get to the Williamsburg yes. Bridge. Yeah. So at the end of the Williamsburg Bridge, there's a there's a stoplight, so there's always traffic getting mm-hmm. off of the bridge. So I pulled very, very close to one of the, like the, I don't know, poles that hold the bridge up. I don't know mm-hmm. what to call them. Mm-hmm. And I put a Teen Mom Trash Talk yeah. sticker on it. Nice. And I was like, ooh. Everybody's going to see this. <laughs> this Everyone's going to listen now. Everybody's going to get really close to this pole just like I did. It'd <laughs> be like, what is that? At Teen Mom Trash Talk on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter? So Monroe, did you ever have a moment when you were like legitimately fucking terrified? I mean, I feel like the bar, we're always like a little bit scared when we're out and about because we have to be on guard. But was there a moment when you're like, oh, shit, this is about to be a real bad situation like did like did you ever meet a police officer <laughs> yeah well i have to like with the cops it's weird but like i have to turn style and i got a ticket i've still never paid yeah somebody said that i can like get in you trouble you probably have a warrant out for your arrest yeah, yeah. that's true yeah yeah, yeah. yeah See, i thought that's what new yorkers say to like fucking scare you and like yo you can have a warrant out it's like for yeah, how the fucking turn style get out of here I think it it might be true that eventually it just drops off, but I don't know. I think they have that warrant. Well, yeah, yeah it was like seven years ago, so it better be. Do you think it's like off. a credit score? Like you're just. Yeah, unless they're trying to meet a quota and they need like a black man in jail for a little bit. And that never happens. No, no, never. The cops and, and uh, black men, everything's fine now? Yeah, you know, we had our meeting. We shook hands. We realized our faults. You know, well, the black men or the cops? Both sides. Both sides. Both we sides. hurt each other both out. Okay. You know, we sat there and we we yeah. We had to take responsibility too. That's what yeah. He was like, you know what? I shouldn't be black. 
I should, <laughs> right. I should definitely try my best to like. Did you guys? Here and there. Did you guys compilation style sing a song about it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We held hands and then we fucking like just went. And then the cops were like, "We would kneel, but all the riot gear." Yeah, there's like bad knees from all right. the, the, the beating up black people. You know, those fucking deterioration joints. They're saving their knees for necks. Yeah. I I will say the scariest moment had to be when I was single and it was a hookup moment. And when you're like going crazy on social media, like not social media, but like dating apps, Mm -hmm. I ended up going to, I guess it was like, what is that? Like Brownsville, East Brooklyn to like New York. Yeah. 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 And like, she brought me, like we went back to her place and like, she like she didn't turn the lights on. She was like, "My cousins are here," and I was like, "Oh, okay, no problem." I was like, "Oh, how many rooms did you have?" She was like, "It's like eight of us," and I was like, "Oh, shit, okay." It's a one. You're back room. to the hostel again. Yeah, I was like, "All right," and it already looked shady from like just now. Walking. Eight roommates. Is this a house or an apartment? This is an apartment. This is the projects. Yeah. Not yeah. the projects, but like it looked like it a little bit. It didn't. It wasn't because yeah. I know what the projects look like, but it right. was kind of like. It looks like a project for someone. Yeah, it's like who? Not here? the city, though. Yeah, I get to our room. Her room looks like an alleyway. There's like fucking like potato chip bags and all that shit on her bed, and a half-eaten sandwich just laying there. Okay. And like, okay. I'm can like, I just say <laughs> I was never that bad, and I poo-poo that. Okay. Uh-huh. Even oh. me, I haven't taken a shower for two days, and I'm have totally you ever cool brought anybody it. back? And he was like, you know what? Just move that sandwich over <laughs> to the side. Like, we'll 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 do it on this corner of the bed. What kind of sandwich was it? I think it was like a turkey and cheese. Okay, respectable. And yeah. It was it's, like, a, it's a, y'all call them subs here. We call them hoagies. We don't call them subs. <laughs> oh, what do y'all call them? We call them uh, heroes. It, well, it's not a hoagie. See, I call, we call them hoagies in Philly. So yeah, my, I'm like, what, oh, I mean, it's listen, a hoagie. Yeah. Monroe, you're here now. Like, you Look, know what I'm saying? You I gotta- can't, I'm not going to become a, like, the, like I, I have to remain Philly in order to like Do you like, say like meatball hoagie? Yeah, let me get a meatball hoagie. Where, where do you, t- who do you tell that to? Well, first of all, a hoagie is a specific type of sandwich. A meatball would be a sub. Like, if it has meatballs on it, then it would be a sub. Meatball hero. Had, meatball parm No, it would just be a meatball sub. If it has, like... Our subs beef- are subway stations. <laughs> right. Yeah, see? Y'all, and that's or, why y'all fucked up. <laughs> so, to me, sub means uh, suboxin. That's the drug that everyone's taking now. Very trendy to get off of uh, opioids. Heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you... Uh, uh, I'll have a suboxin with some cheese. <laughs> Meatballs. Is this the first time you'd seen a, a girl's room that was so dirty that you were like, "Oh, I don't." Absolutely. I don't need- yeah. It was yeah. like I called my I called my roommate at the time because I told her where I was going, and she was like, <laughs> "Why are you going to fucking Brownsville?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, like we we want to go hook up." She's she was sweet. like, I really like "She that. was like, no." She kept telling me, "She was like, don't." She was like, "Don't go, like don't go," and I went. And like I like recorded this girl's room like while she was like in the bathroom. I was like, "Yo, you gotta come and get me." So Chloe Hilliard I was like, you. "Don't go okay. nowhere." And she Let came. Her something. and Dave Temple came and picked me up. Like, oh, yeah, that is good friends. Because there was like, yeah, it was like even like like I've never been afraid to like walk to the train and shit like that. Just because I'm like I understand the like I just understand how it works. Like. 
There's going to be people that are willing to fuck with you. And you can't, like, I try to tell people that if you look scared, then they'll yeah. fuck with you. Yeah, they'll absolutely. Be, they'll be like, oh, let the, like, let's fuck with this person because this person don't want to be fucked with. But yeah. if you kind of look like you're about the shit, like, not about the shit, but you're about, like, you're like, yeah, yeah what's up? Say something to me. Yeah. Then if you like, look like up? you say things like you're about the shit, you're yeah. good. <laughs> okay, like, try this uh, I want to ask you a question. So you told your roommate, Chloe, okay? You were Mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm going to go hook up with this girl in Brownsville. And she was like, hey, Monroe, don't do that. And you were, what what was your thought process? Were you like, oh man, Chloe just like wants to date me. Let me, I didn't think that. I just went, "Ah, she's probably hating. Pussy, 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 pussy. No, (laughs) she's not hating. She's not hating. (laughs) Pussy, pussy, pussy. I like, I like how guys, see when, you think with your dick, okay. your dick is okay, like it ain't that dangerous. <laughs> when when women say things to, like it's not that hard to sleep with men. Is that I mean, can we just really oh, like it's not that hard. So if Chloe yeah. wanted to be with you or wanted to hook up with you, she could. She was not um hating on you. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. I think at that, the time I thought it at the right. time you go, ah, oh, you just hating. You don't no. you don't want me to be happy. Um, you don't want me so to be out here in these streets. She warned you. She really warned. She was like, listen, I don't want to get myself into a situation where I have to yeah. pick you up from a sandwich house in the middle of the night. Yeah, She's I'll- like, so what I need you to do, Monroe, is not do that. Just choose a different girl on this app. And you were mm-hmm. like, no. Nah. You pussy, are pussy, so pussy, jealous. Pussy. Yeah, pussy. you're so pussy. jealous you are of this girl. hater. Pussy good. Pussy How hot was this chick? How hot are we talking? Sandwich hot? Yeah. Not even that. Not even really hot you, at all. It was just like, not even hot at all. yeah, I did. I yeah, of course. You yeah, fucked I, and then called your friends to pick you up because I you got it. Like you're already here. You're, you're already here. House. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're already like, look, I'm here now, so yeah, I might as well. Like who? Order? Who would I be if I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, you know what? I think I should go. Then she'll call them eight dudes out of that room. Yeah. And we're yeah. like, yo, we got a problem. So I did what I had to do to survive. Okay. All right. yeah. I wasn't oh, okay. going so back to that a, train. I, I relate to this 100%. I back exactly. you. Monroe, I back you. If you're in the sandwich house already. You gotta. You gotta. How was it? How was it? It wasn't worth it. Of course it wasn't. <laughs> it but was like- not worth it at all. <laughs> Listen to your friends, Monroe. Are you? We have friends. But, you, but if you listen reason. to your friend, nah, sometimes you got to climb the mountain to get the experience. I agree. I agree. Right. I fully back this over yeah. here at the Andrea Allen house. Of Thank you. Fucking, I of fully disgust. back this. Okay. Yeah, sometimes Listen, you got to hey. just scale that mountain and then you go, oh, this mountain wasn't worth it. It was dangerous. I couldn't handle the terrain versus letting people go. You can't handle that. You yes. shouldn't do it. It's like, who the fuck are you? Oh, it's yeah. a rebellious thing. I'm rebellious. No, no, no. Yeah, fully understandable. It's just like climbing a mountain. Yes. <laughs> yes. I hope you had your gear, you know. Well, I there, are tell some, you, there are some hookups that are like halfway through. I'm like, well, this is a bit at least. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Well, I mean, they're all they're all basically stories. And uh, Monroe, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And there's different ways that people could share their stories with us. And we have partnered with StoryWorth. StoryWorth is a great way to stay in touch with family and helps bridge geographic distance by providing lively discussion topics. You can uh, pass on stories, life lessons to your children and their future families. You can also invite family and friends to receive your loved one's stories. You can learn about your relatives and things you might not know about them. 
So um, Hemda, you've been using this. Andrea, you've used this in the past as well. Yes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about StoryWorth quickly? So I like it. What they do is they you choose how you want to have the experience. And I wanted to write it myself. So I've always wanted to write an autobiography. And plus, um, my boyfriend's also doing it. So we're sort of writing our story for each other. Mm-hmm. And so... He, so what they do is they send me a question and it's nice. It's like it breaks it down and sort of gives you time to answer it. So it's not overwhelming. And it's, I, to me, I didn't, I didn't think about it. Stuff like, what was your first job? So you might yeah. be sending it to your grandma and then you fill it in like, hey, grandma, I'm on the phone with you. What was your first job? And now you have this sort of historic thing. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. They create like a whole book for you at the end of it. I sent it to my with pictures. Mom. Yeah. I sent it to my mom and um, it's, it's interesting because like we obviously we know our parents. I mean, our parents were in the sandwich house at one point too. They're people too. Yeah. They've, yeah. they've had experiences yeah. um, and it's like a way to get to know a per, maybe an older person in your life or someone that you don't know well, like the nitty gritty of who they are. Um, and also let's face it. It's like two days to Father's Day and you fucked up. You don't have anything right. for your yeah, dad. Did, this yeah. is a digital thing that you can start right away. So, you know, this is very thought-provoking and it's very thoughtful. Even right. if you didn't think, and this is the last minute. This is the last minute, Father's Day. This is literally Day. the last. Father's Day is coming up so soon and finding the perfect present for dad is tough, especially if you don't have the luxury of celebrating Father's Day together in person. So give your dad the most meaningful gift this year with StoryWorth. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash New York. That's storyworth, W-O-R-T-H.com slash New York. You'll get 10% off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash New York for $10 off. Is New York N-E-W-Y-O-R-K? Spelled out. Yep. All right. Cool. All right. Awesome. Uh, So that was a great story. Uh, Monroe, I'm so sorry that it happened to you, but again, like, you know, you kind of threw yourself, you threw yourself <laughs> into that and you deserved it. That's how I, I support feel you, it. Monroe. I Thank support you. you in your, Thank you. In your- You're the only one that understands me. Everybody I- else is like, why? Why would you do that? You've never just done anything for the experience. Are yes. you kidding? I support that woman who was yeah. like, why? Why would I clean up? You know, he's going to fuck me anyway. Sandwich, no sandwich. Let's do an experiment. Oh, did yeah. he fuck me? Oh my God. He came back to my oh, place. Even with a sandwich? Me. You guys are going home on the train she lights up a cigarette she's like what are you gonna fucking do wait until uh-huh. you see these bunk beds this it is my the car lady on the train it was yeah her. yeah yeah had a little soft spot in the middle of the bed like <laughs> oh little, god yeah a little yeah. bowl <laughs> i'm talking about yeah oh, I, I know. <laughs> uh, when when you came did she go welcome to new york and just <laughs> fucking- <laughs> but I that but done- made me felt like a, that made me feel like a new yorker yeah Going on, yeah, that, oh. yeah. Go ahead, sorry. You were like, "This is okay. Mount Airy." Yeah, I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, this is the gritty. This is what everybody talks about." By I, the way, we have to we have to find that Mount Airy Lodge commercial and post it. Oh, yeah, I already I've thought never about heard of Mount Airy Lodge. Monroe, there is comedy that goes on at Mount Airy Lodge. I don't think it's still called Mount Airy Lodge though. Uh, so what it is, it's a couples resort in Pennsylvania, and mm. these are the highlights of it. Are you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So number one, some rooms have a heart shaped jacuzzi tub. That's what I'm looking okay. for. Number two, and my favorite option, there is also a jacuzzi tub in in a few of the suites um, and you walk up the stairs to this giant champagne glass. Oh, mm-hmm. and now the champagne glass is the jacuzzi. 
as but honestly, an alcoholic, it, I'm living for this. It really looks like a herpes commercial. It's just yes. weird. That's hilarious. <laughs> I got to see this. Can you yeah. pull up the commercial? We'll <laughs> post it in our Facebook group. Okay. So, yeah, anyone who wants to see it, it it's got to, it's, you know, it's going to be around. It's fantastic. It's, I, it was the best part of my childhood. It was in 1989. It was like, you want to cheat? Yeah. Sounds like a, yeah, totally. sounds like a, like a resort for cheaters and swingers. I, I want And dance into the night. He's your love of everything. Your love of everything. Damn. It's a bot. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, look, come open-minded, cause we're about to get nasty. <laughs> Okay, so. It's about to get nasty. You were in the Mount Airy Lodge of Brownsville. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, you like breadcrumbs between your ass cheeks? <laughs> you like the sandwiches. Yeah. One of, the, um, one of the sketchiest people I ever hooked up with was I fell down the stairs once um, in a bar. <laughs> And the bouncer caught me. Yeah. And uh and then we just transitioned into making out, which was That's... great. It was a beautiful, it was a beautiful And then someone called the fire department, but they just they were just I calling was gonna say, there's a lot of falling down the stairs, not only in Andrea's stories, but also in her life. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. So funny. Yes. He was like, Ooh, you must have fell out of heaven. And he was like, oh, Honestly, like not out. far off. Not far off. And so uh, smooth. <laughs> And he lived. He lived deep in Queens too. He lived in one of these houses. And How, wait, houses? Yeah, <laughs> but it was a similar situation. It was like I live in a house with two hundred other people. Um, and he was an he was an an anarchist. And I found that out when I got there. And he was like, I "You write. didn't care." I no, I yeah. loved it. I loved yeah. it. But like you know, when you you know when you hit a pivotal point with someone, where you're like, "Oh, you're like." fully crazy you know yeah. what i mean you're like oh you're like kind of like eccentric and whatever and i can get i can get behind like some of your thoughts and then he started talking about how um he used to uh go to the moma to projectile vomit on the art and i was okay, like oh okay this, this what? is what dating dating Andrea's dating app is like it's either like anarchist or complete lunatic and that's swipe right swipe <laughs> swipe left and you just have to tell Damn. but I I remember him like talking about he was actually from Philly um oh so it's your fault Monroe yeah so, yeah I'm like I I don't know north or south <laughs> yeah where? pointed that at sounds you. like a fish town thing that sounds like a he's like probably from like where Tina Fey is from <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. but he, he was he so he was telling me about his anarchy and sort of like all of the crazy shit he got up to. He was telling me he stole uh, Leon Trotsky's ashes, um, which I don't think is true, but maybe, maybe we'll see. Um, and you believe the projectile vomit on the, the art piece? Is Google the this. No. I didn't believe <laughs> it, but I was like enjoying it. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, look at this thing unfolding in front of me. Um, yeah. Like, what am I doing here? But also, this is great. I love I'm not this. Well. Yeah, and we're enjoying like because to be close to the chaos. Is that I it? love it? Yeah. I absolutely love it. We it's are like, all indoors right now because of Andrea's behavior. Now, <laughs> yeah, this is you her started time this out. Shit. I it fucked up, no guys. I fucked up. I, fucked I will tell you. You fucked I the anarchists who ate bats. <laughs> yeah, I am indoors right now, uh, and I'm at my most comfortable because of people 
that Andrea tells me about. And then it's like, oh, Corona's over. Go outside. And it's like, oh, you thought I was inside because of Corona? Mm. I was inside uh, because of the, vomit, man. Yeah, I can't. This is I'm out on that one. I'm totally out. I know I'm not you're going out. to museums no more, even nope. though I've only been to two. <laughs> I, uh, All right, I we make ruined lists. everything for anybody, for everybody. Monroe, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me at Monroe Martin III on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I also have a website called MonroeMartinComedy.com where I have my dates when the world opens back up. I have uh, a web series on there, and I have... Um, yeah, I have a podcast on there as well. Okay, so Monroe, you have No Need for Apologies podcast. You have mm-hmm. Six Foot Nothing podcast. And then yeah. your web series is called Saturday Morning Cartoons. Saturday Morning Cartoons, yep. See, she's fact-checking you now. We'll tell you ooh, what you ooh, have. Oh, yes. That's right. <laughs> and you're the president of the Tracy Carnazzo fan club. Is that correct? Yes, and I'm the co-producer of Come, uh, Cauldron of Come. Cauldron of Come. So uh, right before we end, <laughs> Wait, real quick. Um, okay, so uh, I've had this great idea. And Wait, I don't Ro know. just won my heart. <laughs> okay, so I've been developing a TV show. I don't know if you guys know. I am also a stand-up comedian. Yes. Uh, I'm not just a podcast queen. Uh-huh. And uh, through my comedy channels, I've been developing some TV ideas, some pitches for different uh-huh. networks. And uh, I recently went on Monroe's podcast, No Need for Apologies with Derek Gaines and himself. And I pitched a show to them called Cauldron of Come. Uh-huh. That's a great idea. Uh, guys, award winning idea. I have the video. I could also post that in uh, the Only in New York podcast group and what the the basic the the idea of it is that a woman is going on this show right and this is set up like uh like kind of a stage with a studio audience everyone in the audience has previously come in a bucket or or came yeah everybody came with their own semen right and then they pour it into a cardigan right yeah and then we mix it up yep are you applying up. heat to get it mixed? Or no. Oh, my God. Please don't apply heat. No, this, okay. is, this is legit. Yeah. Um, and then we turkey based this woman with yep. come and <laughs> we uh, we follow the journey of the pregnancy because question mark, whose kid is it? Yeah. And then uh, we see, so now here's the problem, Monroe. Do you know that my story, my idea was taken by who recently? There is a show called Labor of Love and it's kind of like a bachelor style show. Yeah. And the Ob- the objective is to get the woman pregnant. Yo, no. Can we sue? Can we like yeah. do like a... Yeah, because I mean, we have a video of me pitching this to you guys. Yes. Absolutely. And I'm yeah. all... Season the... desist. Let's hit them with a season desist, yo. This is season fantastic really because we don't have enough babies who don't know anything about their parents. Okay, and... honestly, Hamza, first <laughs> of all, we're going to know who wins. So stop being a hater on my Sorry. idea. I love your idea. Also, the cauldron part one... of it is at its ads... The, you know. yeah. This is one extra baby. We can't take one extra baby. I'm going to make millions. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. And this baby will be producer. famous. This baby <laughs> yes. will be taken care of. This baby will probably be the Gerber baby of the year. No. This baby is going to be more famous than Jessica that fell down the well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, is, that is what this baby is going to be like. This is going to be... Well, congratulations, uh, guys. Yeah, thank you. Um, we're going to have to... We'll, we'll talk afterwards and see if we got to call our council. I'm all <laughs> in on this idea. Thank you so much, Andrea. We're definitely going to bring you in as the first woman contestant. Yeah, listen. Ooh, yeah. You want to get oh. pregnant? Ooh. Listen, I know, I know a guy. I know a guy. No, it's but fun. it has to be a bunch of guys. So, 
You may I know, actually a guy, know a bunch but, of guys. Yes. I know a bunch of guys. Andrea has an app for that. Yeah. I only know one of the guys, and he's going to get rid of that demon you put in me. Anyway, Tracy, uh, what were you going to say? Oh, my God. Thank you. So, Monroe. Um, what up? Guys, make sure you're following Monroe on all of his social media platforms, listening to all his podcasts, his web series. I also have other podcasts. I know you're like, what do you mean? But I have a podcast called Teen Mom Trash Talk. I have another one called 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. And you could find everything that I do on TracyCarnazzo.com or you could follow me on social media at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter. Hemda. What's Hi. going on with you? Oh, I have another podcast called Keith and the Girl. And you can go to keithandthegirl.com or Keith and the Girl on any podcast platform, any social media pat- platform. My name is Chemda. So if you know how to spell that, you can find anything I've ever done just by first name. It's spelled Chemda. There you go. Spoiler. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Andrea, over here, we got Andrea Comedy 69 on Instagram. Follow me, slide into the DMs, Venmo me, send me a picture of your private parts. I love it all. I'm so alone. Um, And I have another podcast called The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. You guys will love it. You like the mayhem over here. You're going to love the mayhem over there. And onlyinnewyorkpod.com is live, people. There's fucking stickers on there. There's a Mm. live show on there. Wait, hold on. There's a live show on there. There's a fucking live show on there. There's a live show for sale right now on OnlyNewYorkPod.com. Is that the live show that we did live? Yes. Yeah, it's the only only in New York podcast that you did not get in your feed. It's a very low price. It also supports the show. So go go to OnlyInNewYorkPod.com. Is there a video too? There's video. And then you can save money by getting the audio and video and you can have dates with us and things like that. Shout outs on the show. Check Wait, out. So there's like other things that you can get. So much. There's, I mean, shit. you will be click, 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 click. You know click, what click, would click, be click. really cool is someone could have like, um, like a virtual like meal with us. Balls mm-hmm. and sauce available. Should we, should we do that? Oh. We are doing that. <gasps> oh my God. Okay, cool. Support <laughs> women owned businesses, motherfuckers. Ooh. Only. Y'all hustling. I like it. <laughs> We're very hustly. Like Thank you it. guys. Thank you, Monroe, so much for being here. Thank you Hamda, for having me. Oh my God, please, Hamza, Andrea, you're my favorite people in the whole wide world. What you got I for us, you. Andrea? Bulls, souls.